Hey, Brandon. Hey, Alan. And welcome to D6 Minutes, the Dice Over Everything mini podcast episodes where we talk about random topics for D6 Minutes. So, what are the topics we've got for today? All right. So, I think because we've been spending so much time at home with our technology, I've got some technology-based questions. Mm -hmm. The first one, which is probably the easiest one, is when should you use a dice app? to roll your dice. Like how many dice, like how many dice do you want to reach before you start reaching for the dice app? All right, let's see. Ooh, five minutes. Oh my God. (laughs) All right, let's talk about this. So, um, so I I would, might as well time to give like an introduction to where this problem comes from. Okay. I guess in games where you've got bigger units, Uh often you'll end up like, say you've got, 50 plus models on the board and some of the units have 10 models in them. You'll be like making an attack with 10 models and say they each have three attacks base and they get bonuses for attacking from the side or something. And then Mm -hmm. maybe they have some special ability up and now you're at five dice each. So now you've got 50 dice coming from that unit. Mm -hmm. So picking up 50 dice, rolling it, mm, that's going to take some time and be really annoying. It's it's the kind of thing like, yeah, when you're playing uh, something like Warhammer 40,000, uh, it becomes a really big issue because the amount of, of dice rolling and re-rolling in that game just takes too long. It like literally just the dice rolling is probably at least 10% of the length or 20% of the length of the game, right? Just like rolling it, picking out all the ones, re-rolling those, calculating them all. And then with every attack, like the game is supposed to do like three rounds, right? So that ends up being a huge amount of time. Whereas if you were uh, using a dice app, you just kind of punch in the number and you press calculate. Yeah. yeah picking up the bucket of dice once or twice a game is fun, mm-hmm. but I mean, the game goes on for a few hours. So doing this more than that just becomes okay. tedious for both people. So the question is like, at what threshold should you probably just switch over to technology? Because we all have phones in our pockets now. It's not like you don't sure. have access. I would say never. Just change the game you're playing. <laughs> this is a big cheating role. I think we all knew that you know this is going to be the result of of, of the the question. Um, mm-hmm. the The issue is like, what's the point of of having? I, I understand you know you have all these dice. The entire point is is just supposed to be a calculation. But the the rolling of the dice and the visceral nature of that is part of the enjoyment I have for the game. So me personally, I would be like, well, don't even play these games. These games are ridiculous when you have this many dice. Um, More practically speaking, like at what point uh, is it actually better to use a dice app? Like, don't get me wrong. That that threshold is when you should stop playing that game. But there is a threshold. So I will answer the question in, in, in... in reality, I guess, or, or, or as, you, as you've framed it. Um, I've found over 20 dice is a lot and hard to, to do. Mm-hmm. So 20 dice seems to me like the maximum, even like 16 is probably the, the maximum that's good. Uh, 20 is you're starting to think about it, but I would still actually still roll the dice, even though it's kind of annoying. Uh, to me, basically, the f- threshold is probably around 40. So 20 to 40, I'd be like, if the game has well, to be you- really good for me to still play it, but I could still play it, but I'd still roll dice. Once it's over yeah, so 40, I'm like, no point in even playing the game. Once. Sorry? 
usually once you're at 40, you can't even roll them all at once. Yeah, I know. That's the annoying part. Too much. So 40 is too much. Technically, 30 is almost too much. But like 30, you can use two hands <laughs> and roll yeah. them. 40 is just like, okay, whatever, right? But but I, 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 did, just, I did just play uh, Dust, which was some of the attacks were over 20 dice. And that was annoying. Just cat, like counting them up and rolling them, especially because it's like a different number all the time. So literally every single time I have to go through and calculate, like pick up the dice and, and do that. That was just like too much time for rolling it. So yeah. how about you? I don't know. Once you start, once you start using the app, I think like if the dice ends up pushing you over that 20 number, I think the 20 number is sort of something that's, you can kind of put 20 dice in one hand, maybe, and then and, roll them. Cause you need one hand to pick these dice up. Yeah. Usually. So once you hit that and threshold, you're now probably wanting to use the app, but now that you started using the app, why not just use it lower? Cause I mean, it's there. Mm. I think, once you're even down to 12, like if the game pushes you over that 20 threshold, you're probably using it. But now that you're already using it, once you get down to 12, you might as well just put, push the button again. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's why yeah, I'd be like, you're really now not using dice. Dice is just your counter. And you're really mm -hmm. just having an app that calculates your odds for you. Like it could literally be percentages at that point. Yeah, well, when it's only a couple of dice, you just pick the dice up rather than punching things in because that's faster. But then once you start using it, I guess you just don't yeah. go back. So I would say, we're saying what? You say 20, basically. No, I think it's 12. If the game hits 20, you actually probably start doing it at 12. Yeah, but you're not going to use it if there's 12 dice. Like, if it only ever goes up to 12, you're not going to use a dice app. No. So, it is, so, so the threshold of starting to use the dice app is 20. And then you will use it for the entire game. Yeah. Okay. I think that's where I'd put it. Until your yeah, phone dies, I, I, possibly. <laughs> then you can't play. Uh, I guess you could use, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you just got to go old school and just roll a, roll a whole bunch. Yeah, I do mm -hmm. feel like games that are over 20, uh, it's too many. It almost feels like they should just have a, like, there should be some sort of rule. Like if you're doing 10 dice on regularly or even 12 dice regularly, like 10 dice is relatively easy to, to pick out and calculate. Uh, but like 20, it took, took a long time, right? I had to do like three sets of five or four sets of five. So I can't, can't calculate. So that was, that was really annoying. So maybe it is actually 20 and not 40. Mm -hmm. Technically, I think if it's over 20, you should just not play the, well, that's not necessarily true. 20, I would play the game still. But over 20, I literally, I don't know. It, it starts making me roll my eyes. Yeah, I think both of us aren't that big into rank and flank games that really like the piles of dice. But you can literally just do it differently, right? You can do roll 20 or roll 10, and then you can give bonuses over those, those numbers. Like, it's, it's based on the game, right? You can pretty much double the results. Like, if you hit 20, yeah. you just roll 10. You hit 30, you triple it. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Anyways, all right, there we go. Don't play games that are over 20 dice. That's our conclusion. Okay, so the next question. So um, uh, I have a question. Um, so we've been playing like a whole bunch of different games, right? We've play been playing 
Frostgrave. We've been playing uh, Infinity. I, I, I tried out some World War II games. I just mentioned, uh, well, not real World War II. Uh, Dust, <laughs> Fate, uh, Weird World War. Um, you know, they have all sorts of different kind of settings. Like our game is, is uh, uh, set in uh, the, the Eastern Europe. Not Eastern Europe, sorry, Southern Europe. So these are all like different kind of uh, settings, right? Yeah, locations. So my question is, which which location for your bases do you enjoy the most? And what season? So what season and location do you enjoy the most for your bases of your miniatures? All right, let's roll it. All right. Six. Oh, geez. Okay. I think I enjoy desert, honestly. Yeah? yeah okay, I'm, explain that. So I think it's sort of part of the book it is the simplicity. I know a lot of people like forest and very lush bases. Mm-hmm. But I find those start to overpower the figure, and often they really don't match the board. Mm-hmm. But with sort of desert, it lets you use a really neutral color, and you don't have to put that much stuff on the base, but you can still have, like, bits of tufts here and there mm-hmm. and i think it just fits into the color palettes i like as well the sort of yellowishy okay. color for the bases yeah so i would say it's desert and i've probably done a few armies like that <laughs> is that why when we chose the setting for our game you're like yeah yeah let, let's make it more arid go go more into like uh no, Persia and stuff sorry probably not, probably not my idea Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, I do like desert. Honestly, I like the variety of different, uh, base types, right? That's this kind of the fun when I'm doing a different setting is like, I choose a different one, even though I generally don't like overpowering, uh, base bases. Right. Um, but for me, I like, I like, uh, the Northern snowy. So the, the, the Northern winter, so uh, there's Northern Europe winter uh, de- uh, snow look. Again, um, so this is like Frostgrave, right? You have an icy winter thing, or, or it doesn't have to be Frostgrave. It can be like Kador in private, uh, private Press, War Machine Games, or just any kind of like winter kind of look. I like, so what I like about it is it's simple, right? It's just generally you do snow and stuff like that, right? And it's kind of like a simple, just, you know, like a whitish, usually a whitish blue, right? Because you have the the sky, right, uh, reflecting on it. And I feel like it, it really doesn't uh, overpower the models, right? Yeah. So you like using a lot of blue in your painting, right? Uh, yes. Oh, I like, yeah, so, yeah. So that blends in nicely with the... Well, I like the you know, fact that it's not... I like the fact that um, it's relatively neutral, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't make it like super blue, right? It's like a whitish blue on on the ground, but it's also very characterful, characterful, right? Like kind of like the desert, right? Except that the desert is yellow, and I feel like a whitish blue kind of is less assuming to most people than you know a yellowish or a, a whatever. Maybe that's not necessarily true, but like. Um, just to me, the ability to also to add both character and uh, and uh, neutrality is what I really enjoy about it. And it's actually not super hard after I found the uh, formula for it. 
<laughs> and I had to work on it for a long time because when I started, right, it, like to me, it's, it's kind of rewarding because when I started, I, I really didn't know how to, to do it. And now, now it's like, it's not perfect snow, right? Like it's not the best snow look that I can get, but it's simple and easy to do. So basically, uh, so that definitely factors in why I enjoy it, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you just layer on, you basically just use, uh, what do you call it? Uh, baking soda, baking, yeah, baking soda. And uh, I use baking soda and super glue, right? Mm -hmm. Cause that's the fine texture. And then I put the super glue on and then I sprinkle it with baking soda and then I kind of like wash it off. And that leaves the kind of fine texture that I have. Then I like paint it white, wash it blue and then dry brush it white afterwards. And I think it looks, I don't know. It looks, it looks good and it's simple. It's fast and it has a texture and it like fits everywhere. That, that's basically what I, I really enjoy. Yeah. So with the desert, I guess it's also an excuse to put skulls on the base. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it always comes down to the skulls. Mm -hmm. Where else do you see dried skulls lying around? They could be in the woods, but that doesn't make sense. Mm. But you know, in the desert, things just go out there and they die and they turn bleached. Yeah, that's color. true. Yeah, and then then the the flesh turns kind of falls off or whatever. Mm -hmm. You put in uh, plants. Sometimes it could be slightly less arid. Yeah. So. For me, like, I just put lumps sometimes, clumps of snow. So, like, oh, I'm going to make this different. I just have a little hill of snow, just like in the thing. And that, that to me, is part of what's good about it. It's just like, mm -hmm. oh, I don't even have to put in anything. But it, but because winter is so evocative to, like, culturally, uh, I feel like it's enough. Mm-hmm. And then burying, oh, you know what's an, another good thing is burying things halfway through in the snow makes a lot of sense because, you know, snow, right? Whereas, yeah, rock branches. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So you can have things like peeking out of the snow and then you just kind of cover it up. So you can kind of cover up seams and things like that by just sprinkling snow on, which I really enjoy. Basically, I'm lazy. <laughs> that's, what, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. And like when you do it with dirt, like you can do the same kind of thing that I, like the techniques that I, I, I talked about with dirt, but it makes less sense that a whole bunch of things would be buried in dirt than buried in snow, right? You can't cover seams as much. It does, it's like, well, how long has this thing been here that it's been buried in the dirt? So actually, if you're talking about desert though, and like dunes, it actually makes more sense that things would be buried. Yeah, because they get blown over, they get revealed yeah. after. But that's like, dunes right that's not necessarily like a cracked earth desert which is you know slightly different all right well, all right big topics there or we made them big topics we kind of had to stretch that a little bit but i think we filled it out and we added a bunch um yeah so uh if you have any uh topics you want to uh us to talk about uh send us a question our, our way yeah like all mini topics all right it's been Alan. Yeah, it's been Brandon. Okay, done. We're at the end. If you want to uh, reach out to us, you can find us on Facebook at Dice Over Everything. Uh, join our group at Dice Over Everything group, or you can email us at contact at diceovereverything.com. Yeah, and if you want to see what we're working on, you can go to diceovereverything.com. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank mm -hmm. you.
Bye.